have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. Welcome to Teachers in Movies with Jort and Evitz. Evitz or Evitz? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, one of right. those two. All right, so on this podcast, we watch a movie and then we talk about it. But we talk about one particular aspect, that aspect of the movie that kind of sucks you out. So if you've ever been watching a movie, some guy's riding a motorbike, and the motorbike's going, ring, 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 and he's on some street superbike, and it's making an off-road two-stroke sound. <laughs> That's the moment that we're talking about in the movie. But, but not the motorbike part. It's the teacher part. We are, actually, I was caught up with the suck you up part that you, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, we are both teachers with, uh, actually all we've done in our life is teach, and we don't actually notice anything else, including motorbikes, we just notice when somebody's teaching a lesson. So if there is a movie where somebody's in a classroom doing teachery things, um, I get uh, sucked out of the movie and I go, oh, look, there's a classroom. Yeah, and I start going, wait, what? No, you can't do that. But every now and then, I'm watching a movie and I go, ooh, mm, Okay, nice. and that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. So, our movie is The Kindergarten Cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, the great Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm. who it turns out is not that bad a teacher. Actually, there's quite a lot of stuff in this movie which was pretty impressive yeah. from a classroom practice perspective. Um, and I think we'll mention some of that. But Let, let's start at the beginning. Let's I? Yeah, let's go through the premise of the movie. There's a policeman, he's got to protect... Yeah, he's trying to catch a bad guy, and then the bad guy goes off... uh, No, the bad guy's wife is hiding out in a small town somewhere, and her kid's in the school, but they don't know which kid it is in the school, so... Yeah, he's got to go and find out which kid it is, and then protect him and the mother, and... But to do this, he's going to be an undercover teacher. No, no, no. His partner's going to be the undercover teacher. Because she's got teaching experience. Right. And she gets sick and she can't go to teach and he goes in. So he's substituting her who is the substitute teacher. Yeah. And he's so in the beginning, he's suitably gruff and unshaven and messy haired and and tough and mean and everything else. Yeah. And he boxes and kicks everybody to death all the way through the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then at least on the first day of the class, uh, you notice that uh, the intro to him... I'm going to go teach for you. He's looking all quite uh, spiff and... Yep, gets yeah. all dressed. He's got yeah, a suit on and... He's had a shave and mm-hmm. he's looking very neat. He's wearing a, the 80s version of pants that go up to your nipples, yeah, which, is, <laughs> which is great. Yep. Yep, very high-waisted pants. Uh, right, and off he goes to class. Um, can you remember who he meets first before class? Right, okay, so the first the first protagonist in the school is the principal. Yes, I like the principal. Yeah, the principal's awesome. She's this tiny little woman. She's she's obviously very experienced. She knows her stuff. She's extremely competent. She sees straight through him yeah. immediately. She asks the right questions. She's very protective of her school and her and kids. Her kids, yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, she's obviously not impressed by the fact that she's somebody's been sent yeah. and she has to give away to this person. Which is fair enough. I've been in schools where I've been told, no, use that teacher. And I've gone, that guy? Mm. But yeah, that's uh, part of education. Okay, one of the first things is, um, can a man teach kindergarten? Because uh, that comes up in the movie quite often. A lot, yeah. yes. Um, you're a kindergarten teacher or the woman, the mother's sitting in a circle going, he must be gay. Uh, yeah, and I don't know how many times it comes up, but yeah, enough times that. Mm. Now, interestingly, we've we've had a teacher here 
who's gone back to England to do a PGCE and then gone into primary school. And he wrote to me and he said to me that he's he's the only male in he was the only male in his core cohort. Really? And a lot of yeah, he got a lot of um, questioning looks at the beginning because as a man going into primary school, um, obviously there's some issues with that. But I don't think there are. And no. I remember my primary school days, the male teachers were a very positive part of our experience. They were all the PE teachers and, and quite often the disciplinarians. And um, But then again, that's, uh, that's still towing that line of the male teacher is the PE teacher, not the kindergarten teacher. Still, it's that, that same mold of, oh, you're the male teacher in the primary school, you must be the PE teacher. Mm. Or perhaps, uh, you know, at a, at a stretch... You might be doing some other extracurricular thing, but it's just the, you're the gym, swimming... Yeah. yeah, we had a history teacher. Our, our homeroom teacher in grade four was... I don't remember a male kindergarten teacher, but here in Thailand, we've got lots of male kindergarten yeah. teachers, and they do a great job. Uh, yeah, of course, that's a very skewed way of looking at the male-female ratio if we look at just Thailand, because if we look at expats in general... Uh, if I remember right, it's 70, 30. 70% of all expats are male and only 30% are female. And of that 30%, there was, I can't remember the figure, it was 10 or 15% of those. Uh, no, it was higher than that. I think it was like 40% of female expats are, their partner is an expat as well. So they've moved here with their husband or what have you. Except for Filipinos, I remember. They were the outlier. Mm. Filipinos was almost the exact opposite. It was like seventy percent female. But anyway, so everyone's shocked. There's a f- there's a male kindergarten teacher. Oh my, oh my. Okay. All right. That's the first thing, which which obviously is a theme. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and I actually couldn't relate to that theme at all. But in in actual fact, for this movie, it's a premise. There's a big muscly guy who's yeah. obviously quite big and meaty and whatever, and he's a kindergarten teacher. And that's, I think, one of the underlying jokes of the movie. Yeah, um, that I didn't really get. Okay. I, I get what they were going for, but to me it just it fell flat. All right, the second thing is um, it's a cop in a classroom. Yes. Now, this, this distracted me quite a bit, actually, because there were a lot of times during the movie where I went, what, no, you can't, oh, wait, he's a cop. He's not a teacher. But if, he, if if that's how you felt, then that means the movie did a good job because he's supposed to be a cop in a classroom who doesn't know what he's doing. That's I don't the, know. The, it was things that he did that were unteachery that like, I had to dismiss. Uh, okay, the one that I can think of is the whistle. I, no, I don't have a big problem no, with the whistle. No, you see, I, I have a big problem with whistles in the classroom. I think that they're... I mean, they're militaristic and all that kind yeah. of stuff, and it's it's an unnecessary noise that the teacher's making to quell noise. Yes. Um, and the teachers who I know who have used whistles have actually had problems with classroom management. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because They're using the whistle as a coping strategy for the fact that they can't control the students yeah. and no matter how loud they yell at them, the students still don't listen. Yeah. And the thing is that a whistle brings us back to the PE teacher. Yeah. Um, let's get out onto the field and the whistle will attract your attention. And it's, but in a classroom, it's, it's actually a problem. Okay, that's that's one of the cop things. Okay, now the whistle thing. He ended up using. Uh, it was creative. It, it worked really well. He had a. Okay, I. All right, so I blow my whistle once, and we all line up. Yeah, and, and I blow it twice, so you go and get a toy. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, and sure. So he actually used it 
as a genuine classroom management technique where the students learnt a routine. The whistle became part of the, the routine of teaching. Now, one of the things that I found quite interesting is he has a, towards the end of the movie, he has a, a, a conversation with the principal again. He gets called in by her yeah. and she says, you have no experience. She, you know, she gets onto a high horse and gets all upset yeah. with him. And she says, uh, you do a lot of things in the classroom, which I don't I, I hated the whistle when I first saw the whistle. And, yeah, and, and I thought to myself, I, yeah, uh, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and but, then, but then she, she says, says, "But it worked." Uh, and so. that that was one of the most genuinely schooly, teachery things that I've seen because I've I've basically said that exact thing to teachers before. That thing that you're doing there, I don't like it. I would never do it myself. There's no way that can possibly work. That absolutely works for you, mm. and and it works really well. And and I've I've had to have that that moment as a teacher. Look at look at a teacher doing something I completely disagree with and going, yeah, but fair enough. But what's another copy thing that he did that <coughs> distracted you? Um, uh, dating another teacher, okay, yeah, I'm fine. Dating the parent of one of his students. Ugh. Ooh, yeah, that, that was... Well, that was complicated because it was a parent of one of his students and another teacher in the classroom. And the victim of the... The, the woman in hiding yeah, from yeah. the evil yeah. husband. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on. I've got the third theme, which I think is, is used quite interesting here. And that is that he's a cop in the classroom, and he doesn't cope initially. He, the kids lose... Crime. Yeah, he does, he does actually a lot of things that new teachers do. Mm. Whoever wrote this movie obviously has some classroom experience, always <laughs> has a fantastic memory of what it was like being a student and seeing mm. all these teachers. So um, he does one of the classic things, which is yelling at the students. Mm. Um, getting, lose, and getting angry. Getting angry, losing his temper. Oh. One of the greatest moments that I, I noticed was he went, shut up, shut up! Like, oh. You heard the pitch in his mm. voice. And I'm sorry, Annie's now, he, I call him a no. great actor, just for that moment where you could tell from the pitch in his voice that, that he lost his temper. So, and it was a real loss of temper. I mean, yeah. we, uh, as a teacher, we you're supposed to keep your emotions... You can pretend, sure. Yeah. But uh, he he actually does lose control yeah. of himself and the kids. Um, but he's he's obviously not trained as a teacher and he makes lots of rookie mistakes yeah. and he gets, the kids just walk all over him. Yeah. He actually says that the, he... The greatest thing that happens right in the beginning is when he, he walks out of the classroom um, to take a girl to the bathroom. He gets another teacher to help him. She makes some really bizarre metaphor. No, no, the metaphor is actually quite good. She says, kindergarten teaching, this is his love. It's like the ocean. It's like the ocean. Um, never turn your back on it. Which I don't sort of think about I, it that way. But no, anyway, yes. It's a terrible metaphor. But don't turn your, cl- don't turn your, turn back, your back to back the classroom is, is actually quite a good. Uh, but she meant, I think she meant more than just turn, like teaching with your back to the class. She meant ignoring don't, the classroom. Leaving time. the classroom, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then he goes back like, and the class is in a right. It's and he can't, right. He can't bring it back together. And incidentally, just before that, the principal also walked into the classroom and the kids were all over the show. No, she never walks into the classroom, which is one of the things that makes no, me no, think no, she's when, a when great teacher. Oh, yes. When she introduces um, the kids are running all over the show, and she walks in, flicks the lights on and off. Yeah, and the which, kids sit down, and which, she shows no emotion about the fact that they've lost control. No, she just goes straight into an introduction. She flicks the lights on and off, and, and the students obviously they know this. We're calling it a trigger, right? Yeah. 
So a classroom trigger to me, a classroom trigger is a signal that you give to the children to indicate to them that it's time to, to move on to the next task. Yeah, or pay attention or sit down yeah. or stand up or any of those things. So, so flicking the lights on and off I don't think is a particularly good one, but, no, it, but, it, but it works. And, and obviously the students knew it as well. And in the movie it works. And yeah. um, Anyway, that's not where I'm going. He's got all these rookie mistakes. He's yeah. trying to be cop-like. Yeah. Um, and then he realizes the only way to get around them is to be himself. So he becomes, he treats them as... Like almost military cadet kind of cadets, thing. Cadets, yeah, yeah. Trainee policeman or something like that. He tells them, okay, you're going to be my oh, that's right. deputy to role play. I'm yeah, the yeah. sheriff you're and you're my deputy. And we're going to learn how to march. And, and so he does that. He teaches them to march. He teaches no, them to sing a military song. But he introduces it with, a, we're going to turn that, whatever it is, flab into muscle or something like that. And I looked at that and went... You're the gym teacher now? <laughs> What's that got to do with education? No, no, but the point is that it works. And and I think it's somebody who's coming into teaching in the middle of their life. Okay, I yeah. started teaching when I was in my early 20s, yeah. so that's all I've done. Yeah, the same. But I've seen so many teachers come into teaching in the 30s and 40s yeah. and 50s and 60s. And, and the ones who are successful are the ones who say, okay, well, I used to be a businessman or I was a marketing person. And they bring all those skills with them straight yeah. into the, uh, an entire life skills set and go I'm going to use all of that in the classroom and it works yeah I told you this morning about the the, the guy I was watching yesterday he uh, teaches automotive engineering or something like that uh, oh, motor yeah, vehicle maintenance whatever and mechanical engineering yeah he, he did an activity with the class on how a four stroke four piston engine works it was great it was active, everyone was involved, they were engaged, he had a whole thing worked out. It was fantastic. And and that wasn't a I'm teaching English thing. That was a I'm teaching how an engine works mm. thing. It worked. It was great. Mm. So Arnie, Arnie's got all these um, techniques that he uses from his cop yep. days. Military marching and those kind of military songs and the two whistles mean this and... Um, and okay, now march around the line. And... But what's interesting is before that, he says um, to them, he says to his partner, cop partner, um, what does he say to? I wrote it down. Um, they are. They're monsters. They're monsters. They're yeah. monsters. And I, I hear this a lot with teachers who are struggling with their classes that, that the students are monsters and that. Yeah. And the woman, the premise of her being the teacher was. She's a policeman, but she used to be a teacher. Yeah. And so she has teaching experience. And her response to him saying they're monsters is, I know. Mm. That's it. Just, I know. Yeah. But once he's, once he's become all cop-like with him and they start responding to them, he, he automatically starts getting all sorts of really positive teaching methods. Yeah. He starts concept checking. Yeah, that yeah. did. You had the ooh moment as well, right? I, yeah. I went ooh when I turned to you, and you were going okay. ooh at the same time. Okay, so those of you who don't know what a concept check is, when you one of the boys that that it comes out in this movie is he says, okay, when I blow the whistle once, you're gonna run and you're gonna get a toy and come back to the car. And then he says, how many toys? Yeah, and they'll go one, mm-hmm. and then he does it, and then he says, okay, now when I blow the whistle twice, you're gonna run and put your toy back. And, and come back to the carpet. How many times do I blow the whistle? Yeah. Okay, so these are concept check questions, and they're important in classrooms because you need to check that your instructions are, are understood. understood and, but and you're also doing a couple of other things. You're keeping making sure that everyone's paying attention mm. to you. You're checking for yourself if they understand or keeping not. Keeping them involved. And you're giving them that opportunity where they may have been paying attention, but that doesn't mean that they genuinely understood. And yeah. asking them the question gives them the opportunity to go, 
Oh, right. Yeah, two times. Oh. Okay, got it. Um, he, he starts giving a lot of positive praise to the students. Yes, uh, which is the thing that I hated about the principal. She's terrible. She, okay, so she does things that I think make her a great principal. One of them is she never enters the classroom. Yeah. She comes and looks at what's going on from outside. She even does things... I didn't agree with it, but it still made her a good manager where the, her assistant or something said, aren't you going to intervene and fix that? And she said, no, two days of this and that idiot will quit. Mm-hmm. Um, which which is actually good management style. I yeah. mean, let, let the problem play out and I'll deal with it once it's played out. Because if I intervene in a problem before it's played out, then I'm going to be... The person who always have to in, has to I'm intervene. I'm going to carry on intervening the whole yeah. time. Yeah, I've got to let this... And that, to me, is good school management, I would say. Um, but then there's a fire drill. Okay, fire drill and it's chaos. His class of chaos. Everyone else is neat and organised. They come out in lines and, and he runs out of the... This is before he's figured out how yeah. to teach, yeah. And he runs out of the school screaming with two kids under his arms and yeah. another kid clinging to his foot or whatever. And she turns and says, that was terrible. Come on, man, you've got to do better than that. That was just rotten. In front of all the other kids. In front of all the other kids. On a, on a megaphone. That's mm. <laughs> in front of the, the school as well. That but, I But cringe. is she directing that to the teacher or to the students? She said, kindergarten class, you have to do better. She, she directed it at the students. And it wouldn't matter. In, in a way, it would be kind of worse if it was directed at the teacher. Hey, kids, your teacher's crap. Sure. Yeah. That's, that, both of those things are terrible. Mm. And he... Um, he seems to think that that's obviously good because there's another point in when he's just learning his management techniques where he goes, wow, great job, guys. I mean, that was very well done. Mm. He gets enthusiastic about his praise and then he, he dials Well, he gets enthusiastic about his praise because he's surprised that it's working. The kids yeah. are listening to him and doing... And I, actually, I've had, that, I've had times where I've given an instruction and the kids have done it and I've thought, wow, I don't know how that worked. Um, and I think that that's probably that feeling he's just yep. so surprised that whatever it is doing um but what it is that he's doing is actually very good he's got the kids moving yep the marching and singing and all that kind of stuff yes. they're doing tpr on on the songs that he's yes uh, they're actually moving to the songs they're uh they've got a routine in yeah, the classroom which, which i mean look without a routine especially if anyone's ever taught kids you know the kids without a routine yeah it's just chaos He's using uh, feedback from the students to direct him. One of the kids comes to him. This is the story we like when we go to sleep, and he, he does it. He uses that story, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, one of the kids in the class is ostracized and, and teased, and he intervenes and says, no, we don't do that. Um, yeah, and then uh, later on, he, he's doing a task. He's getting to do sit-ups, which is a bit, okay, whatever. But anyway, the, that Movement. kid... That kid is doing the, the sit-ups, and mm. he goes he to that kid, yeah. and he says to class, hey, guys, what a great job, Alex, or whatever his name yeah. Hey, Alex just did a great job, and everybody cheers for Alex. Yeah, which so, is the kid that they were teasing at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, mm. so it, he, he doesn't just do the thing where he says to the class, guys, be nice to Alex. Mm. He gives them a reason to be nice to Alex without making it really overt, yeah. and it works. Yeah, yeah. So, and he says things to the kids like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, which they respond to. And in the movie, it, you actually see the kids being all proud of themselves because he's proud of them. And, yeah. And I, I think that that's quite realistic. I, I was, there were elements of the movie where it was very clear that whoever saw through the classroom scenes really knew what they were talking about yeah. and how, the, um, how kids work. And 
Okay, so we have a, a principal. She's good. She's a good teacher. I, I really don't she's like her, her critique, but apart from that, she's good in every way. Mm-hmm. We have Arnie, who becomes a good teacher um, in a quite organic way. Based on his based on his cockiness, which which yeah. is quite clever. I mean, he doesn't become a teacher by becoming a teacher. Yeah. There is the woman in the... Okay, this is the teacher I want to talk about. Yeah, so there's this woman who is the the subject of the police search. Okay, but in the, the setup of the movie, at least in the beginning, um, she's the competent, experienced, popular, everything else teacher. Mm. And she teaches across the hall from Arnie. And she's pretty. And she's pretty and... She's the she mother of the child. She sits on the desk... Yeah, she sits on the desk with a, with a high skirt. Okay, so, I know that it's part of the movie and it's supposed and to make And she's supposed us... to look sexy and out of you. Wow, check her out, yeah. But she's sitting on the desk in a very sexy pose and with a class of primary school kids, which I suppose the primary school kids wouldn't I mean, notice. It doesn't so. matter. They, they, they wouldn't notice at all. Okay, but that, I just went, okay, that's part of the movie. That's the setup. That's fine. Did you notice what she was teaching? Well, what I did notice is that in every scene where she's teaching, she's talking. She actually doesn't get the kids involved in any activities. And there's, the there's one time she gets them involved, once. And the time she gets them involved is the first scene. Annie says, can you help uh, this little girl needs to go to the toilet? And she says, sure, I'll take care of it. She walks out of her classroom. First, she walks out and then tells Annie, never turn your back on class, yeah. by the way. This is after she leaves. But as she walks out, she does something which, in theory, is quite good. She says, um, Mary, can you take over? And she gets Mary to take over. What is Mary take over doing? Well, she takes over doing exactly what the teacher was doing, which is sitting on her desk, reading straight from the teacher's book, lecturing about... Uh, oh, the spelling rules of E. The spelling rules, yeah. Uh, when the final E after a consonant, mm-hmm. and she's using this type of terminology. So when we have a vowel followed by a, a, a consonant. The final E sound is silent, which is not... Okay, a bit of a bad rule, but... <laughs> and yeah, well, there's lots of meta language, and there's a later scene where she's teaching again about the Confederacy and the inclusion of the states. Uh, and yeah, that's the the final scene. But yeah. we do see her teaching one other time, yeah. which th- there's a huge time problem with this movie. It either takes one week or six, six months. months or nine months or a whole school year or I don't know. It would make sense to me if it was six months because to get a class from not listening to a teacher to becoming completely dependent on the teacher yeah. doesn't happen in in a week, as in my experience. Anyway. Okay, which means uh, so the next the other time we see her teaching, apart from when she's lecturing about history, uh, the white the blackboard is written up with examples and rules of when an E on the end, but she's still teaching the same thing. A week later, or a month later, or six, or months, six later. months later. Because it was a review lesson, didn't Well, you that's know? what it, maybe it was, <laughs> but really, I mean, like, she is a terrible teacher. Well, uh, they didn't put a lot of thought into her class. They put no thought into her at all. The, the three examples, two of them teaching the exact same thing. One of them lecturing about it. The other one, it's just on the, the chalkboard and she's talking about it. And the other one waffling on about history. She's a terrible teacher. Terrible teacher. So, um, what's nice about this movie is there's a ton of classroom time. You know, um, a lot. I, we could actually do five the, hours on on just kindergarten cop. Yeah, I could do a whole. I could talk for an hour on just Arnie going shut up. Um, I, <laughs> I think that is a classic scene 
of a teacher who doesn't have triggers, who doesn't know how to handle a classroom, and he's completely lost, lost control. Yeah, uh, lost control of them and lost his temper. Yeah, and... I, that was absolutely classic. And another thing, ooh, I cringe so much. He starts telling them that he's divorced and he doesn't see his son and. Yeah, what's actually quite nice about that scene is then one of the kids actually comes up and sits next to him and and he ends comforts up, him. But I uh, know, oh, but then the kid comes and sits next to him and he starts ignoring the class and only speaking to that kid one-on-one while they're all sitting there going, ooh. Yeah, but that, that is a movie plot scene because it is the kid. Sure, but ooh, as a teacher that was, ooh. I, I don't know about you, but I've, I have done that before and it was stupid. It was a disaster. Yeah, I, I, have, I have to admit, I don't like talking about myself in class. I, I don't mean... Talk, myself on, talk about myself in a podcast. I don't mean talking about myself in the context of using myself as examples or self-deprecating humour and things like that, because they work great, you know. When I say to my students, okay, here's a stick figure and with of an ugly guy, who's this? No, it's your teacher, and haha, and it works great. Or, or when I say to the students, look, you know, I've just moved into this, this brand new house, and... Uh, it's completely empty. What do I need to do? And they say, buy furniture. And okay, great. That's fine. I'm not talking about that context. I'm talking about personal stuff. And he is. He's talking about his divorced wife and, and his sadness. And Well, okay, so we've got two things to worry about with this movie then. We've got the, the experienced teacher who obviously is it's very terrible. teacher-centered, yeah, and the uh, sentimental moment where he starts telling the kids about his personal problems. I, I still think it doesn't detract too much from the fact that it's an impressively it's impressively well display it's a good display of the classroom actually yeah. uh, I think uh, based on this I've realised that Arnie's definitely a better teacher than Rob- Robin Williams and uh, decidedly less creepy too alright so just uh, one last thing before we go Shut up!